The never-ending fights between spammers and online security experts has taken on a new twist in the past few weeks. InfoTrack's Taryn McCall is here with an update. Taryn? Thanks, Chris. Until early this summer, something called image spam was all the rage. Those are email messages that contain pictures touting a penny stock or product. But now two new versions have begun to clog email boxes around the world. We're joined by Ron O'Brien, a senior security analyst with the online security firm Sophos. First, tell us about this newest twist of emails that have PDF files attached. A PDF is difficult for a spam filter to detect, so it is a means of evading detection by your spam filter. Historically, there had been an increase in image spam, and image spam was also a type of spam that was much more difficult to detect than typical spam. So PDF have succeeded image spam as the spam of choice. And what do these PDFs typically promote? About 25% of them promote pump and dump scams, stocks that are penny stocks. And now there's another type of email that tries to fool you into clicking a link that could cause trouble. That's correct. Over the course of the last 18 months, we've seen a dramatic increase in the number of email messages that contain links to websites that are hosting malicious content. The techniques that are being used to compel people to click on these links are becoming even more sophisticated. The most recent are e-greeting cards. Everyone has received a e-greeting card, whether it was your birthday or anniversary, and people want to believe that these greeting cards are from friends or relatives, but in fact, they're from persons who are interested in gaining control over their PC. So by clicking on the link, and being directed to the website hosting the malicious content, you effectively may allow your computer to become compromised. But you would have to actually click on the link that is in the email in order to expose your computer to an infection. Opening the email itself will not infect your computer? That's correct. These emails are generally spam by nature, but they use very compelling techniques to get you to click on the link. The one example that we talked about, the e-greeting card spam, takes you to a website which is hosting a Trojan, which then allows your computer to be operated remotely. And even the subject lines in those, because my box is filled with dozens of these every day, (laughs) the sender's names can sound remarkably similar to people that you might know. The greetings have loaded words, like you've received a greeting from a fellow worshiper or uh, an old classmate, and just things that spark your curiosity. Well, one of the things that we have recently determined is that with the prevalence of social networking sites like Facebook or MySpace or even LinkedIn, persons are much more likely to disclose information about themselves. And in doing so, they provide the malware author and the spam generator with information that allows them to be much more targeted in their efforts to get you to click on a link. So for example, if I know what high school you went to, I could suggest to you in an email that you missed a reunion last weekend, but that I've sent you a link to some pictures that I took at the reunion. So if you click on the link, you are directed to a website, which is hosting a Trojan, which is then downloaded onto your PC, and unless you're running antivirus software, could allow your PC to be operated remotely. If you were going to give one or two pieces of advice to consumers on how to protect themselves, what would it be? 
The first would be to maintain antivirus software on your computer. By maintaining it, we mean you need to run the updates that are recommended by the manufacturer. The other thing is when you receive an email, if it's from someone whom you don't know, you should be as leery of that email as you would a stranger on the street. Don't open any attachments. And if the email directs you to a website, even if it's a website with which you are familiar, you should not follow the link in the email, but rather type in the name of the website that you think it's directing you to into the browser. Because it could be a dummy exactly. site. It could redirect you to another site. Our guest has been Ron O'Brien, a senior security analyst with the online security firm Sophos. And the website is sophos.com. That's S-O-P-H-O-S dot com. Thanks for being with us today on InfoTrack, Ron. Thank you. I'm Karen McCall for InfoTrack. And that'll do it for this week's InfoTrack. Thanks to our contributors this week, InfoTrack's Roy Mackey and Taryn McCall. The executive producer of InfoTrack is Randy Meyer. Our engineer is Robert Sark. Internet services provided by Pear.com. InfoTrack is produced by Creative Broadcast of Chicago. I'm Chris Whitting. Thanks for listening from all of us at InfoTrack. <laughs>